Well, it is a diet revolution. Dutifully following the government's dietary guidelines. I can't eat that fat. If I eat that fat, I'm going to get fatter. I'm already fat. Take on the raw vegan diet. The bad science. The food pyramid is built on shaky science. low-fat diet. I think I had a pound of butter, two heavy cream, a pound of sausage. I was eating till I'm dead, probably. The keto diet is simply a shift in how you eat. Let's talk for just a few minutes about keto crutch. Come on in to the White Wolf's Den. The name's White Wolf, and I know what you're thinking. What the hell kind of name is that? Am I another cliche talking head that will howl aimlessly into the mic? No, I will not. Unless it's like a super blood moon or something. White Wolf is my second middle name, and there is no H. Why? Because my dad was a crazy asshole. Here in the White Wolf's Den, we discuss entertainment, movies, music, and the occasional wild card. And who knows who will come by to guest host? Yard Dog, Give the Kid, Scotty Mac. You can subscribe to the White Wolf's Den on iTunes Podcasts. And you can check us out on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, similarly at The White Wolf's Den. White Wolf, W-I-T-E-W-O-L-F, no H. Check out our website at whitewolfsden.com and sign up to our mailing list. There, you can also email me your questions. And if your question isn't dumb as hell, I'll answer it on the show. So, here he is. The scintillating. The fashionable. Today, we are talking about fitness, diets, and general well-being. My friend Garrett Greens is going to talk about home gardens and community gardens. I also have... Instagram model and fitness influencer, Robert Laird. And I also, at the end of the episode, if you make it that far, after the interviews, I'll be going over some Q&A from some fans, if that's what you want to call them. And then I'll finish everything off with an original song that is uh, called Fashion. And why did I write a song about fashion? My whole life, I've been bombarded by the latest trends and by my peers and magazines Even old, trusty TV turned on me. Not only do I have to see some amazing actors and actresses with their rock-hard bods and unrealistic expectations, and then I see the news showing a bunch of fat bodies talking about obesity epidemics. So then I go on social media. I go on Instagram, Facebook. And I have to hear about Becky and how she's the CEO of her own company and how she lost 25 pounds in a month and that I can too if I buy a bunch of stuff. Speaking of social media CEO Becky's, does anybody follow Khloe Kardashian on Instagram? Because she was claiming uh, that she was, well, she was selling flat tummy co's meal replacement shakes claiming and showing a picture of her taut tummy saying that she added it two weeks ago to her routine and the progress is undeniable. Just happened to also say, P.S., the shakes are 20% off. Get them while you can. She was actually also called out by Pornhub, uh, who reached out to at Jamila Jamil Official. Jamila 
Jamil is a British actress, model, presenter, and activist, and she began her career as an English teacher before becoming a presenter on T4 from 2009 until 2012. And she became a radio host of The Official Chart and was the co-host of The Official Chart Update alongside Scott Mills on BBC Radio. And Jamila Jamil Official wrote, If you're too irresponsible to A, own up to the fact that you have a personal trainer, nutritionist, probable chef and a surgeon to achieve your aesthetic rather than this laxative product and B tell them the side effects of this non FDA approved product that most doctors are saying aren't healthy side effects such as possible flat tummy tea side effects are cramping stomach pains, diarrhea and dehydration. Then I guess I have to, it's incredibly awful that this industry bullied you until you became this fixated on your appearance. That's the media's fault. But now please don't put that back into the world and hurt other girls the way you have been hurt. You're a smart woman. Be smarter than this. So you have Chloe Kardashian here. Again, let's just look at this. Saying that she added these shakes in two weeks and she already sh- is showing results. And this is what we're dealing with on social media. She's an influencer, too. I mean, the, the, and the companies that like Fire Festival, on the side note, it doesn't have to do with any of this, but pay these people to hawk their products, whether they're legit or not, you know? And they're going to do it because money. You also have restaurants that get aboard with the fashion trends. This restaurant is farm to table. I don't like that term farm to table because it's not. It's farm. Even if it's the, the chef goes directly to the farm and gets the stuff and takes it to the kitchen and preps it and makes a dish, it's, it's farm to kitchen to table. It's like it's lying, though. I hate it because it's like even the, f- the food we've been eating almost our entire lives comes from a farm. There's like a middleman sometimes if, they go, if you go to the market or, or something. Every restaurant that you've pretty much ever been to has been farm with like a middleman. Like the chef usually does go to like some sort of fish market, meat market. Uh, Like downtown has a produce area. They would go down, they would go to the middleman and buy all the stuff and then create it in the kitchen and give it to you. It's not like farm to table is just a, sounds like to me like some marketing crap. It's, I mean, and the, the moment I hear something like that, I'm like, mm, is that why this stuff is $10 more like per plate just because of those two words? Shouldn't it be cheaper? You're skipping the middleman. Have you had your artisanal sandwich yet? It will go splendid with this artisan spring water I spent all day collecting and pressing manually through this cheesecloth. Here's your handcrafted cocktail. That'll be $18. Oh, why is it so expensive? Did you not see the aromatic spritz I did after I channeled my inner chakras? Come check out my restaurant. It's called Plate and Fork. We're all the rage right now. We have four menus. We have the regular menu. We have the vegan, gluten-free menu. The healthy choices menu where everything is under 300 calories. And the empty plate menu. What, what, what is the empty plate menu, you ask? Well, the empty plate menu 
you can order an empty plate that already has food remnants on it, and that way you don't feel left out when everyone is eating. But then you don't have to eat and ruin that bodacious body of yours. You get the experience of eating without the eating part. We are so hashtag relevant as F. Eating is so MySpace right now. Here come the snake oil salesmen. I swear there there has to be there have to be swaths of marketing teams that are just cranking out all this new crap they could make money off of. Ten diet tricks that actually work that do- doctors don't want you to know about. Why? Why wouldn't the doctors want you to know about good things? Are the are the doctors out there who aren't super busy anyways? I mean, I mean you have to make appointments weeks and months in advance to see they're they're packed they they could afford to have a bunch of people being healthy and people still have to go in for checkups do you ever stop at fast food on the way home and sneak eat it because because cravings and then and then you go home and you eat dinner with your significant other too because why the hell not that's drug addict behavior So everybody gets caught up with life and they reward themselves with all this crappy food and they hit a low. And then what happens? The next fashion diet. So what's in fashion now, folks? I've always had serious Jomo when it came to the newest fashion diets. For those that don't know, Jomo is joy of missing out. I love not being part of all that crap. Back in the day... When I was uh, younger, I remember uh, the Atkins diet, low carb, high protein. And there was the South Beach diet, another popular diet that was created by a cardiologist that was also low carb, high protein diet. We got people who are fruitarians, but they only do it for a little while. Uh, I don't know if there's like full time fruitarians, but they end up going back to some other thing. You got the raw vegetable diet. Just no cooking. Don't cook it. Just eat it raw. You get all the nutrients. Cooking gets rid of some nutrients. You got pescatarians. They eat vegetables and fish. You got the zone diet. You have people who just get colon cleanses every once in a while. And all, all these people claim that they got the facts. And, they, and, and But it's like but nothing is really working for these people or they, they, they end up like bouncing back, going back and forth. I got hit by the gluten-free storm of the 2000s. Everybody remember that one? Everybody that I knew had celiac disease all of a sudden. Everybody that I knew uh, jumped on the gluten-free train and started telling me about how my life would change if I cut gluten out. They're like, hey, White Wolf, are you woke? you got to cut that gluten out. And I'm like, well, what is gluten? It's any, everything that's delicious. Bread. Well, I love bread. Hot, warm bread. But I mean, I understand that, like, you know, bread is carbs. And uh, unless it's like whole wheat grain bread, it's going to it's probably not good for you in large amounts. You know, you remember trans fat? I, I remember all of a sudden all these unhealthy foods on the shelf said zero trans fat. And that, so trans fat goes out the window, and then so do the serving sizes. Because let's say so many foods like, and for legal purposes, we won't say their name, but I'll describe it, the brown cookie with the white sugar lard and various known, well-known thin and textured potato chips could lower their serving sizes to be able to label their products as zero trans fat. As if that somehow makes their snacks 
less bad as if I'm not going to totally dust off that entire bag as soon as I crack it open. I've done a lot better with like junk snacky foods and I don't and I don't really go out and buy those brown sugar lard cookies or try I don't really eat a lot of chips or anything. So, but either way. So, let's talk about keto which is one of the latest trends I heard about a couple months ago. It's really hot right now. Keto is very similar to Atkins. The only difference really is that Atkins slowly introduces carbs back while keto does not. Uh, I think you're only allowed 25 grams of carbs per day and you get carbs and like you, like you see your bread. So you're cutting bread out sauces, you know, uh, the really trendy term keto comes from the term ketosis, which is a state that your body goes into when it's not getting its carbs. Your body starts to burn stored fats, and this results in a buildup of acids called ketones. I read that, I think of like, it sounds like some Star Wars thing. Uh, ketones within your body, according to medicalnewstoday.com. Side effects with keto are weight loss. Short-term fatigue, bad breath, body odor, and a subset of body odor, the dreaded keto crotch, which has become popular uh, uh, well, <laughs> amongst females. Not, I wouldn't say popular, but it, it has uh, become prevalent in some females who are partaking in the keto diet. I did some research, and although men are less likely to get keto crotch, they generally do get some form of just overall body odor. Uh, keto crotch is basically... Uh, an aroma that is unpleasant that uh, seems to happen as your body's changing uh, due to the sugars and carbs that are lost, as well as the intake of types of greasy food that you eat when you're on the keto diet. The hardest part of this keto diet is the first couple of weeks. You can eat as much meat as you want. I'm talking about like you just eat and eat and eat, and, and, and but you're only allowed that 25 grams of sugar. But your body craves it, and you get weak, like in the beginning, from what I've heard. You know, I'm not saying I've done the test yet, but you still want to eat, even after you eat like a full meal's worth of food, because your body's craving something. But you know what you can't eat? That's not meat. Kale. When did kale become so popular? For a minute, that's all we heard about. Kale is about as saturated as Starbucks right now. Between 2007 and 2012, kale production increased nearly 60%. I'm just mad I didn't invest in kale stock. Were any of you aware of the kale shortage of 2019? Oregon was almost out. And those of you who are obsessed with kale need to prepare yourself for the next shortage. Or better yet, what is better than kale? Is there anything... I'm not the only one who wants to know, so I got my expert, Garrett Greens. Hello. Hey, how you doing, man? Good. We got uh, Rasta Gardner on the phone. Rasta Gardner. <laughs> oh, man, I'm just kidding, though. This is, uh, this is Garrett, our local home gardener, and he's been, uh, besides gardening, he's been working on his fitness. So uh, how's everything going, man? going good as uh as far as gardening i just planted uh a home garden and a community garden 
and kind of switching over from winter to a spring, you know, spring, summer garden after a pretty productive winter. Yeah. So, uh, I wanted to talk about kale and kale alternatives. I hear about many different types of kale. Is it still the king of super vegetables? The king, that's quite, that's quite a statement to make. It is trending and very popular going from the sides of buffets to exquisite gourmet dishes. Um, there's several types of kale. Most people think of curly leaf kale when they're when you mention the word kale, but there's actually several types. Um, there's there's some that look more like collard greens with a big broad leaf called Portuguese kale. There's uh, the big long dark green dinosaur kale, which a lot of people are familiar with, and there's uh, there's several other types. The good thing about kale, as far as gardening, is uh, is it you plant it once and you can just keep harvesting it all year. You don't have to turn it over like a lot of other crops. But as far as as far as nutrition, it, it depends if you're talking about nutrition or like uh, as far as flavor. I was talking more about nutrition. Uh, do you have any kale in your garden? Yeah, I got quite a bit. I just ripped out some. I left. Uh, I've ri- I'm ripping out some of the kale and keeping some some of the varieties that. Um, can just keep harvesting, perpetual harvesting. Wow. Uh, how many different kinds of kale do you have in your garden? I did four this winter. And Are they all similar nutrient-wise? Yeah, they're very, they're very heavy on vitamin A, um, obviously fiber. When, you, when you're talking about green leafy vegetables, you're talking about the most nutrient dense food that there is pretty much and you can eat them raw you can blend them or you can cook them when you when you when you cook them it's a lot more palatable you know when you you stir fry them up mix it in with uh you know other sauces and things versus you know eating straight raw kale is uh is another level, if you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, I don't know how you do it, man. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, As you saw me do at the caterer. <laughs> you literally just picked that shit off of the display. Pick that shit up. You're like, why didn't you wash it, man? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, what other vegetables can you recommend to people that are super nutrient-rich, but for the people that just can't get over that kale taste? Yeah, I think for people that are just getting into trying to incorporate more leafy greens. I think the go-to would be, you know, raw spinach. Raw spinach is is a lot, has a better, it's soft, whereas kale is hard. Raw, spinach got a bad rap because of uh, canned spinach. Canned spinach and cooked spinach um, get slimy, but when you eat it raw, it's crispy and soft. You get a fresh harvest, uh, you know, fresh raw spinach. That actually probably has more nutrients than kale. It's softer. It's better to eat. Um, it's, and it's a quick turnover crop. You can, you can plant it 30 days, get a few, you can harvest it. It'll regrow, reharvest it, and then turn over the dirt and plant something else. Uh, it's a quick, quick turnover. What about, uh, besides kale and spinach, is there anything else that's on the top of the list right now? Well, you got watercress which has got all the hype right now. Watercress, 
Uh, it tastes kind of peppery. It's kind of almost spicy and bitter. If you eat it raw, they have it at most uh, grocery stores. A good thing with watercress is it usually comes um, with the roots in there. So you can just plant it from the store because it already has the roots in the frozen section or the produce section. Um, as far as nutrients, is that it's at the top um, with vit the vitamin you know, ratios. Uh, minerals are through the roof. So you got kale, watercress, and spinach. I called you because I know you have a knack for gardening. Can you tell us about your garden and some of the things that you grow? I know you already mentioned kale, but what else do you grow, man? Yeah, I just did. I had a really successful broccoli um, winter. We had the coldest winter, I think. Was it the coldest winter on record, I believe? It hasn't been 80 degrees since October, apparently. So we hit some lows in the upper 30s, which is very rare for Southern California. The broccoli was is a winter crop. So the winter crops that are made for cold did really good. I had huge harvests on broccoli where I'd come. I did Chinese broccoli and then like a normal, a normal broccoli. You, you can, I harvested it over and over and over. Harvest the sprouts and they regrow and harvest it over and over. And I just, I'm about to turn it over. Um, another really good winter one was uh, the collard greens, the um, red Russian kale. Red Russian kale gets us that purple kale. It turns, it turns more purple and it gets sweeter as it gets colder. So the, it played into the colder weather. So the Portuguese kale I mentioned before, it's also called kale tronchuga. It um, has big, broad leaves, kind of a sweet flavor. I made a... I made like a little video just eating at rocks. It tastes so good. My win that was for my winter uh, garden. How can someone start their own garden in the backyard? What do you recommend them starting with? Uh, do you recommend community gardens? Community garden is if you don't have space. Most people in the city and, you know, most of the people listening probably live in the city. You don't have a lot of area. Um, so community garden, you can get a plot start experimenting for pretty cheap if you have one near your house. Um, with starting a garden, if you have a little plot of land, if you have a backyard, if you have a friend's backyard that's close, that's uh, accessible, that they want to uh, plant, I would just say just throw some shit in the dirt and get started and, uh, you know, trial by fire. Well, what are some good starter vegetables to grow? Collard greens, um, curly leaf kale, um, broccoli, bok choy. Um, last year, I had the most success with all varieties of peppers, bell peppers, habanero peppers, jalapenos, um, chili peppers. Um, the peppers love the heat, so we're, we're, we're in the spring here. It's about to warm up. Peppers are beautiful, and you can get some of the most flavor out of any, you know, other than fruits, peppers probably have the most flavor out of uh, everything that I planted. I had some, I had so many peppers. I made hot sauces, salsa. I even vacuum sealed a bunch and I have them in my freezer. Yeah. I had some of your sauce. It's delicious. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. What do you, uh, what do you call it? Vaz sauce. <laughs> Vaz sauce. Yeah. I love <laughs> it, man. Uh, is your hot sauce recipe a secret or can you share it with us? I don't really have much secrets. Uh, it's a real basic hot sauce. It was chili peppers, vinegar salt and sugar the vinegar is there you know as a preservative primarily 
Um, I blend. I took. I took the chili peppers, de-seeded them, blended them, blended them up with the the vinegar. Vinegar. Actually, I took the the chili peppers, de-seeded them, and I pan sautéed them. When you pan sauté them, you better have some good ventilation because you you will burn your fucking eyes out. You can cuss. You say whatever you want. But I I ran out of my house. I, I was at my old apartment. I started sauteing peppers. I oh no! I had to run out of my apartment, and I started crying, crying, going, "Oh God!" <laughs> I was drooling everywhere, coughing. People thought I was dying, or my house was on fire. I'm going, "No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just cooking chili peppers." Oh, are you serious? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just making a hot sauce over here. Oh my God! Yeah. So, so just make sure you, uh, if you're pan sautéing things, just wear your eye protection. Yeah, it's no joke, man. If you get it on your fingers, you know, making hot sauce is not for the for the weak, because you get it on your hands, you better not rub your eyes. You better not go to the bathroom and wipe the wrong spot. <laughs> Do not wipe the wipe that <laughs> spot. Yeah. <laughs> watch that. Uh, watch your culo. Hey, man. I just wanted to thank you for coming on and giving us your insights. Hopefully, we'll be able to call you again sometime and pick your brain. For sure, man. Yeah. You have a good day, and uh, and I'll talk to you again soon. Is that all right? All right. Peace. All right. All right, man. Later. There he was. That was Garrett Greens with the uh, gardening tips and a little bit of uh, nutritional advice and also some life pro tips when uh, dealing with hot peppers. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking to Instagram model, fitness expert, influencer, Robert Laird kind of hyped up right now it's going to be pretty intense he's got a crazy story and he's going to tell us what it takes to get to the next level this is all going down on the white wolf's den try some orange juice billy it's got vitamin c and calcium then i'm not drinking it oh no it's sweet you like it i don't believe you well then who would you believe i don't know robert loja whoa Robert Loja. Billy, your mother's right. Florida orange juice tastes great and is loaded with vitamins. If you say so, Mr. Loja. Yeah. This is great. Enjoy your breakfast, kid. Florida orange juice, loaded with vitamins and minerals and part of a complete breakfast. Yeah. You wake up every day. And you have to start that life. You got to go to work. You got to make a living. How do you utilize your time to stay in shape or to get in better shape? I found this guy on Instagram. He has a ton of followers. And he actually inspired me to do this particular podcast. Because he's a guy. He's got kids. He's got a job. He's got a side gig where he's trying to promote himself as a fitness expert. So we're going to bring him on, and he's going to tell us his secrets and how he got to where he is. Robert Laird of Laird Life Instagram. Hello, hello. Oh, my God. Is this Robert Laird? <laughs> it is, yes. All right. I got you on the phone, man. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing great, brother. It's a beautiful Saturday here in Northern California where I'm from, and uh as of where I'm actually taking this call at my, my favorite gym here, Lifetime Gym, one of the offices is at, luckily open, it gets a little chaotic and loud here, so. Awesome. 
So tell everybody who present day Laird is right now. Sure. So um, quick, we'll try to make this a little quick because I could go on probably longer than I'd like to. But uh, 34-year-old, father of two. I'm in development and commercial lending now, but I've been an entrepreneur. I've got several other businesses that I consult for. <clears throat> and um, not my claim to fame, but kind of my my niche was the car business for about 13 years. I ran a Mercedes dealership for, for, for 10 years um, from about 18 on. Uh, until 29 and then shifted over to corporate America for uh, a little bit, um, a large bank, and then uh, decided to bet on myself with a partner of mine and and get into the commercial segment. And uh, that's been kind of kicking ass. It's kind of a culmination of all the things I've learned over the last 13, 15 years and the Rolodex I've created and relationships and stuff like that is um working in my favor i should say at the moment so things are going pretty well that's awesome dude and so on t- on the in the course sh- uh, you know shell of it all like you're a, a regular dude he he works regular guy but and 100%. you got and you got <laughs> kids but somehow yep, you you, two, yep. you you have gotten that that body that a lot of people see on tv and think it's unattainable you know what i'm saying so where did you, when did you first get into fitness? Like, when did you first really, like, decide to take it to the next, to the next level? Well, I think, like a lot of us, uh, as we, men in particular, women shouldn't be excluded, but men in particular, as we get through, you know, if we were an athlete growing up, and that just was second nature for us, whether our parents influenced it or it was our pastime or whatever our passion you know, we, we just are active naturally. And then we get a little older and we get into our twenties and either it becomes a routine for you or it doesn't. And I was not always as fit as I am today. Actually, I was, had, I had dad bought out pretty heavily back uh, when I had my son in 2010. So that's eight years ago, nine years ago, it'll be nine this year. You know, and I had gotten married very young. I was 22 at the time. Boom. Had my son at 25. And I was working 80 hours a week, you know, running a dealership and things kind of went to the wayside. And it's a funny because at that age bracket, and I think that's a lot of our demographic probably that's going to listen in, is we forget that all of a sudden we, we can't eat cheeseburgers every day. <laughs> and, we, and oh, yeah, it's been four years since I played the sport that I loved or whatever. Um, and we just get a little complacent. So unless you put it into your everyday routine, it becomes pretty easy to for it to just, you know, you know, flatten out. And then you you're, wake up one day and you're like, holy shit, I'm 250 pounds in the wrong direction. And that's kind of what happened to me. So, so yeah, I had to, had to make a mental uh, decision to kind of go, you know what, I, uh, I'm going to, you know, steer the ship back into a fitness realm. And then it became a little bit of just, uh, not an obsession, but the goals co- coincided physically with where I wanted to be business wise. And then it just sort of becomes like, all right, here's a goal here. Here's a goal here. And, and you start tackling them and breaking them down. And, and that's kind of brought me to where I am today. And I just keep on trying to break those goals down. So that was your, what you would consider your rock bottom, right? Yes, I could definitely consider it rock bottom. And I, yeah, I've got some before pictures. I think I might have When did you actually make the change? So I can, I can be brutally honest with this. So I don't, and this may again, resonate with some of you, but I went through, I went through a divorce, um, after being married for three years and 
and and having two children, um, you know, things didn't work out. And all of a sudden here I was in a really low spot, you know, work I'd been doing the same thing for about six years. So I was kind of feeling a little burnt out there. And then here I am going through the emotional roller coaster of a divorce and being a single dad now, two very small little boys. And it was sort of sink or swim at that point in my life, which was about 2012, six years ago. And I knew if I didn't really focus on me and like mind body for me, that I would probably lose myself, you know, a little bit. Just I just couldn't be the dad I wanted to be. I couldn't be the businessman I wanted to be. And so I really clinged to it as a therapy thing for me at that time, which I think a lot of people could maybe, you know, whatever loss may happen in life or the redirections. It's just a really healthy way to sort of get your mind right. And, and so that's what really kicked it off for me, I would say. So do, what are you looking for in a partner? Like, who do you think can complete you? <clears throat> so since my divorce there, uh, which is six years ago, there's been a, a few women I've dated. I, I definitely am not someone who likes to be single. I don't. I need um, for where I want to be in life, what I want to do. And, and really, I need a partner who can keep up and and so I definitely went through a few relationships. I learned something from each of those. Um, it's funny you ask me that now because I, I, I am seeing somebody that's, it's, uh, now that is absolutely amazing. You know, and it took took some pretty dark relationships. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Uh, it happens. Uh, I call them life experiences. They're 100% a life lesson. And you can't really beat yourself up over it. And that's one thing this person happens to remind me pretty much on the daily is that, you know what, Laird, you, um, you know, you couldn't have, have been any better off by uh, going through those relationships to now appreciate maybe someone who just kind of gets you, you know, your good sides and your bad sides. And, um, I feel pretty lucky now that I've started this journey with this person because she just kind of understands me in a way no one else has. And, and for me, I'm not easy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not easy. I, you know, I, 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 constantly you know bouncing around we got you know you got to be able to keep up we got she has children her own so now we have this new dynamic and luckily she's um, as savage as i am as far as as keeping up with things so it's been let's go back because you said you got out of shape because you know things life happened and you kind of lost track of things it's easy to lose track and then you look in the mirror all of a sudden and you're like holy shit like, cause it creeps up on you, you know, especially yeah. when you see a pic, it's a, usually you'll see an old picture and you're like, what happened? You know, but right. like you were pretty, like, uh, you were pretty fit younger when you were like before that time and you were an athlete mm-hmm. too. So you were in pretty good shape in high school, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, uh, always very fit and whatever, just, um, you know, played quarterback. So I was, I was you know, always in shape and was your high school football team like really good? Uh, we were, yeah, we were 16 and 0 my, uh, my junior year. And, um, and yeah, they did, but we did fantastic. I mean, we had a bunch of full rides go out of our, our school up here. Cool. Oh, nice. So yeah, high, high caliber, high caliber athletes, couple guys in the league now, even so yeah, it was, it was had a good, good range of people. And you also went D one. Um, I did. Yeah. Yep. My, for, for one year and then ended up going straight into, into work. And I actually had my father passed away and, and it was sort of, for me, that was a, 
maybe my first pivot pivotal point as a young adult there. I had to face that. It was a sudden a sudden loss, and he was you know kind of my coach and mentor, and it, it and it hit me in a in a way where I, I literally I kind of just gave up on life at that point. So I've had you know when you talk about oh for me I am a completely normal guy. I haven't made it yet, but you know, the trials along the way have definitely taught me a lot. And, and that's what I like to share with a lot of my audiences and stuff who, who follow me on Instagram or wherever is, um, you know, these moments happen in life for all of us, you know, nobody's safe from, uh, experiencing loss or experiencing changes and stuff and, and how you, you know, how you handle them will ultimately say just so much about you. And, and at that time, I can tell you, I just, I, I gave up on everything and woke up, you know, 18 months later and then, and realized, Hey, you know what? I'm either going to use that as an excuse to fail, or I'm going to use that as a reason to succeed. So how did your family life affect you as a person? Would you say uh, my family becoming a father? You mean? No, I'd say kind of like when since you had to, were you like when your father passed away? How did that affect yeah. you? Like f- from there on out, you said you hit a low point, but was there a point where you were able to find like he maybe he came to you and was like, "You got to move on. You got to move forward." Yeah, it's funny you say that because that is sort of exactly what happened and. Um, just a quick overview. I'm, I'm, I'm one of three children. My mother raised, you know, us. I'm the oldest. So that was the other reason why I had to sort of pivot away from, you know, sports and everything else and get, get to work. To be honest, I had to get to work. You know, she needed the help and, um, she's an absolute saint for raising me and my younger brother and younger sister on her own. Um, but that was a hard thing to, to have to, to deal with at, at that age, you know, you know, 18, you just, you don't think you have to instantly become head of household and start making big boy decisions, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, and a lot of, a lot of guys I know in the similar, maybe similar situation as late adolescents, they, they didn't, they spiraled, you know, and they're, and now today they're, you know, they're guys that are on drugs or wherever, and they just could mm-hmm. never get out, get out from under that stigma of loss and woe is me and, and, and my life is, is in shambles and you know, it's so. So on a side note about the, the sports and football and you said you hung it up, but have you ever, did you ever think like you might play in the NFL again, like that you could try out or have you ever had any tryouts or. Uh, I have. Yes. I, and I've got a lot of, of really great athletes, young athletes who follow me um, as well. And that's like, you know, the advice I try to give them, especially as you're, if you're getting, if you get into college and you're in that, that realm there where you're chasing the dream of the league or, or, uh, or whether it's MLB or NFL or whatever, most, um, to just keep your mind right and realize that most of my buddies who are still in the league now. They are, these are normal guys. They just, you know, they stuck, they stuck with it and they kept their mind right. And they, they leaned on support groups. They leaned on a coach or a trainer to help them in those lulls where they thought, you know what, I'm fuck it. I'm just going to, I'm just, you know, I'm on a farm team and I can't get up picked up. So I'm, you know, I, I'm year three of my uh, D one school and the offense isn't running the way I want, or I'm not getting the looks I want. Like, I'm just going to, you know, forget it. I'm going to go work at, 
at the gym or I'm going to go do this. And then they hang up and I'm like, guys, listen, I'm 34 years old. And I'm telling you right now that if, if I just now started my life after chasing that dream, I'd still be okay. I'd yeah. still be okay to start my adult life at 30 or 31. You still got it. And right? get into, you still got it. Yeah. hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. And so it's funny you say that because I had, I actually had visions of like, you know what, if I don't go, and really give this a shot. And this has a little bit of a sad finish, but maybe not because we're still in the middle of it. But if I don't go back and really give this 100%, I'm going to wake up at 45 and go, dude, YOLO, okay? And you didn't even fucking try. Like, right? Yes, your dad died. Well, you, your dad passed away, whatever. That derailed maybe visions of being in the league because you needed to get to work. Fine. That's a noble reason. But you didn't even try after that. And you were probably in the best shape of your life at 30 and 31. About that, what I did is I actually got with uh, a very talented trainer here in Northern California. He's out of Sacramento. It's called Game Fit Sack. Uh, my boy's name is Lem. Look it up on Instagram. It's called Game Fit Sack. He runs an unbelievable program, combine training, one-on-one stuff. He played in the uh, Arena League. <clears throat> and so I was with several uh, free agents and just doing combine training to get a look. Uh, at this point, I'm 6'4", 235. I was looking at a tight end position. And, um, and I'm glad I did. I got in there. We were about 10 weeks in agility drills, everything else. And I suffered an injury, which I'm still nursing right now. I oh man, you're injured. What do you, what do you ruptured got? Ruptured an Achilles. Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one, dude. Ruptured Achilles. It's not a good one. I'll be honest with you. It's not a great one. So that is, um, that's getting rehabbed as we speak. I can, and I, I'm going to say right now, I actually, I'm not even giving up. I'm still not. Like I'm, I'm 150% on this rehab. Um, I was with a, with a good buddy of mine, Christian Frenchman. He played DN for Seattle three years, and he was he was um, I think released after an injury. So we were working out together when it happened. Oh man, you know what though? You don't need an Achilles to do curls, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't, which is the reason why I, ha- I haven't given those up. Okay, yeah. good. You did, you, you, and up. you're at the gym now, so you know that just shows you you got a whole oh, yeah. new attitude. Yeah. Hey, so you know the NFL back in the day, it was always it was a bunch of blue collar dudes that used to get together after work and stuff, and it's now become mm-hmm. like one of the biggest industries in the world. It's become. Do you think mm-hmm. that like? <laughs> how do you feel that, about like when the NFL is like dragged into like the political light? Yeah. So, so that is the main reason why I tell these kids don't give up because what I think the NFL would wants to see is they want to see more of what started the league to begin with. They want to see guys who aren't out for just maybe a paycheck or, 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 or who are forgetting that the reason why they got there is because the fans adored them and they're out there to entertain. Right. That's right. Uh, and, Okay, that's what they're out there to do. I, I, in my opinion, I don't want to hear about your political views. I really don't. You, know, you want to have like, your own podcast? Go ahead, do that. Oh, don't me? Be doing it oh, no, me? Monday no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me. Oh, you're talking about, okay, yeah, you're talking about the football. Yeah, I thought you were talking about me. I was like, don't look at me. I'm in the middle. No, no, really no, no, no. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding, dude. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah. So you just, it, you want football. You don't want to hear about anybody's political views. That's what no, you're saying. No, I don't. But then yeah. I, what I think, what I think people want to see is they would love what, what, well, they would love to see athletes give it a shot and walk on and come in and give it their all. I mean, nothing I love watching more than hard knocks on HBO, right? Oh yeah. Preseason games, right? It's, you know, you take the guys who are grinding, grinding to make it. They're there. They're doing work. They're not getting paid that much. They just love the game. 
and they're giving it 115%. And, you know, that's, that's something I, I admire. I think a lot of us do because, you know, the guys who are out there like negotiating on contracts and bitching about, well, I want 65 million, 50 million, a hundred million. You're like, brother, you, you're running fucking out routes. Okay. Yeah. For 10 million bucks a year. Like relax. Yeah. So I used to be an athlete and when you're playing sports, you end up having downtime. Did you ever have any issues controlling yourself or have any anger issues? How did you control your pent up energy? Boy, let me think here. I was, um, you know, I played quarterback, so I was always like, they considered me the prissy kid, right, at the time. But here's what's <laughs> funny is I actually loved playing, doing our Oklahoma drill, uh-huh. probably more than anything else. I and mean, if you don't know this, it's basically you're going to put together, if you Oklahoma drills, you're going to put your, your pads on the one side and you're going head to head and you're basically seeing who can win, right? Yeah. Did you ever get the bruised forehead from that? Um, I, I did. Yeah, it's for sure. For sure. Actually, I had a broken nose once. I had the really girly, you know, mask, face mask. And I remember getting split right on the top of the nose, uh, trying to be a little too aggressive in that thing. Yeah. Well, but, but see, like you're, when I look at you now, like in, on your profile, like you definitely don't look like a quarterback to me. <laughs> were, were you still, when you were going to go try out for the NFL, were you going to try to be quarterback again, or were you going to try to do a different position? No, so I was uh, going for tight end, you know, um, at the at the size I had, and I, I've always had really good hands and and good routes. I, I did play wide receiver uh, as well as quarterback uh, one year, or so um, that's my probably probably what I would go with. Obviously, tank, you can't you're not going to walk in on 32 years old or whatever, 30 or 31 or 28, 29 as a quarterback. That's yeah. going to be a tough gig, but yeah, right, you know, there's a lot. You know, I mean, tight ends got a nice longevity. You know, longevity is a little better, and um, and I had the size, so that's what I was going for. Uh, kind of this last it was a year last year before the injury. But. So I see you. You know, you work out pretty hard, and you're pretty big. And when you go out at bars, do people ever start shit with you because you're a big guy? Uh, like, do you ever get into fights? And have you ever just like totally destroyed somebody? So, so I'm so luckily. It's a, well, I should say, luckily, it's a great thing that I don't have to get in fights all the time because typically people, you know, if I get pissed off, people know about it pretty quick. Okay. And the stature alone usually keeps me out of fights because nobody seems to fuck with me. I don't know what it is. They just don't want to. Maybe lucky. they're smart. I mean, that's good. They're yeah. lucky. They're, they are lucky because if I do get involved, usually things go pretty bad for them. <laughs> and I usually have to clean. I will clean things up. I mean, it's one thing my girl says now. She's like, dude, you're like constantly acting like the goddamn bouncer. They're not paying you for this. Like, just let the little guys brawl it out if that's what's going to happen. But, so I, I do, I don't let things go sideways. If it ha- goes down in a bar, I'm usually the first to kind of jump in and try to like break it up a little bit or whatever because I've got some of the size behind me. But no, nobody seems to want to fight me. It doesn't happen that often. Yeah. Uh, will they step up even? But, yeah. Um, it's probably best for everybody. I don't need to go <laughs> cracking skulls. <laughs> Something too that so you you are in a you're in a, a full time relationship right now. Yes, I am. Yeah. So yeah. somebody who like is pretty fit. I, I remember when I was fit. It's like, I, but I was. I don't think I've never had a six pack, dude. I was an old lineman, and I was almost there. I had like two. <laughs> there were like two of them up there, but like so. But but <laughs> even then, it's like. 
I bet like you got to beat women off with a stick. I mean, as a man, I don't even, I don't really see a way one could turn down the onslaught of women. I feel that they revert to like an almost cave person mentality when they see like a guy like you, it's like this guy's breeding material. So how do you stay faithful with all these thirsty home wreckers around? They're everywhere. They got Arnold. Is willpower something that can be learned or do do you get hit on a lot? Um, I mean, the DM does get some activity from time to time. I'm not going to lie. And I haven't really been single, single where I've been out dating either. But, ah. you know, my, my sons don't need a fuck boy for a father. And I, oh, you can bleep that out or not. But for me anyway, it's just, trying you, could, to find... you, you could say whatever you want. You can cuss. Just don't say the C word because that seems to make people mad. But <laughs> no, I won't do that. All right. Yeah. My so, mother yeah. But, but, um, <clears throat> no, I've had a pretty clear goal when I've been trying to find somebody to, to be in my life and my son's life. Um, they got to be able to, you know, keep up and, and keep my head straight, no games and stuff like that. And it's, it's, it's a battlefield out there. It's really hard because women have a, I mean, they're, they, you typically can tell you what you want to hear, you know, for the first three months. And so you start figuring them out who they really are. Oh yeah. And you know, that's just the way it goes. But but being faithful is an important part of making sure, you know, the relationship has some uh, long-term viability. And and it's just 34 years it took me to find this one person I'm with right now that just has kind of filled my bucket in a way nobody else has even come close to mm. doing. Um, you know, someone who can play in the dark with you but will bring you back to the light. Like, that's kind of maybe something to think about if for those of you who are out there trying to find somebody. Like, don't don't pretend... Like you're not going to be who you are. Yeah, they got to love you for who you are. So if you got to play in the dark every now and then, and I'll use huh. the term loosely, whatever whatever your dark might be, <laughs> make yeah. sure the person can hang can hang out with you in there, and then bring you back out. Awesome. So there's there's my advice. Strong man needs a strong woman. Hey, so let's talk about what everybody's dying to hear. Your workout. Tell these people what your workout schedule is like and what it takes to look like what you look like. So right now I run, you know, uh, I run about five days a week, six if I can manage it. Um, so that allows me to isolate uh, my exercises. I am, I am partnered with a very good friend of mine, so I can't take all of the credit, you know, in life finding your team and making sure you're utilizing your, your assets. That's an important thing, right? Don't, don't go at it alone. <clears throat> That's probably one of my biggest faults in my twenties is that I assumed because I'd done two a days in football, you know, training, and I knew how to just train the perfect way and things have, have evolved a little bit. Right. And there's smarter ways to do it. You can throw some of the bro science out the, uh, out the window. So, um, you know, I'm partnered with Apex Vision Fitness. Apex Vision Fitness. You can look that up on uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Ryan Rosengren's one of my one of my best friends. He's out of Canada, and he's just uh, a brute of a man. I mean, if you think I've I've got size, this guy's got me outsized by about thirty pounds, same same height. So nice. And he's been doing it so long that I've, I've been able to pull from him his years of uh, bodybuilding and then. And, and some of the, the new streamlined dieting that he does. So for me, the five days a week, I'm able to isolate each, you know, muscle group. Um, I combine a lot of HIT workout too in there as well, high intensity, right interval, um, to, to, to sort of parallel a cardio with uh, a weight 
weight lift so that way I can maintain size and you'll never see me running a mile like ever pretty much. So you just, <laughs> so you do sprints. I'll do, yes. I do more, more, more of that if I'm doing any. <clears throat> do you, do stuff, you, so, so the stuff you do, is it similar to CrossFit or do you, do you hate that word or is it, you know? No. I, and I've done, I've done CrossFit. I've done CrossFit. I've done hot yoga. You know, I've done hit, I've done bodybuilding. I've done some competing. Um, I've kind of done it all the whole gamut and I feel like there's a happy median if you're pulling, you know, kind of, uh, you know, your drop set, superset sort of ideology with your workouts, with your lifting. Okay. And, and isolating, you know, muscle groups, for me, I luck out because if I'm going five days a week, I can really dive into a chest day. I can dive into a back day. I can dive into arms. I can dive into legs, shoulders, et cetera. And so that that does help keep me pretty full and, and looking beach body ready, so to speak. Huh. Um, if you don't have the five days a week, that's just not in your schedule. That's okay because it wasn't always in my schedule. You know, three to four can definitely get the job done. So you don't have to feel like, oh, and the other thing is I don't live at the gym. I'll be honest with you. I'm 45 minutes to 55 an hour, maybe, you know, um, I take some time after to make sure I you know, do a steam or do, um, do sauna or do whirlpool or something like that to sort of, um, finish it off. I mean, yeah. It definitely helps. So, so when I was uh, working out back in the day, uh, I used to do like no explode or, or hemo rage yeah. was another one I did. Are, are those passe? Like, yeah. what do you do for a pre-workout? So I do a variety of pre-workouts. I, I have shifted to non-stimulant lately just cause, uh, you know, none of that stuff is fully tested. I had, I actually had a kind of a scare with a really good friend of mine. I ended up just having a, a heart transplant out of fucking Stanford. I'm not kidding. And this, and, and he's at our age and this was from, um, a variety of pre-workouts he was taking, um, like literally stemmed right from it. So I've been kind of kicking the, no, the, the stimulant stuff off. doesn't give me quite as great a pump. <clears throat> um, I will say, and I do miss some of that, but anything with the nitrate in it's great. Um, uh, I've been sponsored by adaptogen science for this last 18 months. Wow. So I was using their yeah, adaptogen science. So I've, I've uh, just shifting over now to a, to a new, a new brand. I'm getting ready to sign up with them. So I'll tell you how that is. I won't preach, preach it yet. Cause I haven't been on it long enough, but I will say adaptogen science has, good, has some good stuff. What about fashion diets? Does keto work? Is there anything you believe in now? So, uh, I am a basic balance guy. If you do follow me on Instagram, you'll notice I post food all the time. I don't miss out on good meals. I don't miss out on, on, on cocktails either for that matter. But, um, the, the keto stuff is not, it, it works hundred percent, but it's not all that sustainable. So, you know, if you're interested, honestly, if anyone's listening, you're interested in really like, you know what, I want a program that's real. That's not bro science that I can sustainably get on. Um, there's a science to timing of your food intake. Okay. Yeah. So I use, if you, if you do this, go, go to apex vision fitness. Okay. And yeah. for my guys, I want to get on and do the alpha shred. Okay? Um, and I just put that together and it's an amazing program. Uh, and, and you will like, you will like the plan. Like you can eat, indulge, you know, there's some fasted, um, carb backloading and also some fat days and it just kind of cycles through a few of those fads. But 
but allows you to still dabble in some indulging. No, oh, that that's awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell that's everybody. My so everybody, check on Apex. What's it called? Apex Vision Fitness. Apex okay. Vision Fitness. I'm sure, and I'm sure you could say it. You'll probably post something about it on your Instagram whenever you do. Yep. Um, so yep. a wise man, a wise man once said that music soothes yep. the savage beast. I want to know, Mister Laird. What unleashes the beast inside Robert Laird? What do you listen to when you work out? Boy, what do I? Have a variety of things. I'm most I'm, you're, I, I'm old school hip hop. Like honestly, I'm like I'm not. Well, we call it old school now because I'm 34. But you know, I'm 50 Cent, and um, although I do like Post Malone now, that's my. It's funny because I looked on your page. I, you said you looked like you ate Post Malone. I love that photo. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was him for Halloween, <laughs> and that's what my my friend said. I looked like that, and I went to the mall and I made that shirt like that <laughs> next day. <laughs> that's hilarious. If anyone's looking for an easy one to go to, because here's what I hate. I, you will not find me making a fucking playlist. It's never going to happen. I don't have time for that. I've got two kids. I got everything else. So I, I actually use Fit Radio for most of my lifting. Okay. And it's got a variety of like uh, uh, DJ, what do you want to do? Hip hop, top 40, whatever. Rock, high intensity, high energy. And it it's like you can actually set the, the intervals on there. It's an amazing. Nice, app. that's I, really I, cool. I, I, I forget what I forget what I spend on it. It's probably two bucks a month. I think you do pay for it. But um, if you are looking for um, a set it and forget it way to go, that's the one. Fit Radio. Download that app. Since you said you like hip hop and that stuff, you never really went to like heavy metal concerts and got into any mosh pits, huh? Um, I see. I did one Breaking Benjamin concert up in Chico. I don't know if anyone knows Chico, Northern California, but this was back in uh, 2005. And I left there with a, a split eye. <laughs> I, was in, I was in the thick of it. And that was the last one I ever got. All right. All right. So nowadays, who do you look up to for inspiration? Like, who are your idols? So I look for, for the dads out there that are sort of juggling it all because as much as I, I love being a, um, a role model for like young guys who are up and coming, that's, that's great too, but they'll never, those guys don't understand what it takes. To like when you're a dad, like that's a full-time job in itself. Let me tell you, I mean, I'm doing homework. I'm doing spelling tests. I'm doing this. I mean, this is after my day is over, right? Reading right. logs. And like my boys are six and eight. So it's like right there where we can't fuck around. Like they got to know how to read. Like, right? Yeah. <laughs> put the time in. Um, so guys like Dwayne, for sure, The Rock is one of my, I, I mean, I always look at him because I just, honestly, I don't know how the guy does it with all the kids he's got. <laughs> I, I think he's, I think he's got the money. So he just pays for everyone else. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I'm sure that, yeah. I mean, he probably has a trailer for them and he could probably go in there and like, you know, like lay the law down if they get all crazy, you know? Uh, that that's funny that you bring him up. That because it's like I was gonna say the way you look, and I'm not a casting agent, but it's like, have you ever thought about acting? Uh, I have. You know, it has definitely been on my mind. You know, something I've I've wanted to dabble in. Um, you know, as something my old man told me as a kid, he's like, you know, I was always pretty animated, had no problem being the life of the party. You know, and. Um, He's like, dude, if you ever get into acting, it's going to be like game over. Just, and he did, I think he had, I don't know why he was against it. But he's like, just, just don't be an actor, please. Huh. He's like, he would, he would kill it, but don't do it. I'm like, you know, we look at who's out there right now. I, I got to be honest, there's not a lot 
to choose from. I mean, you look at guys, if you're doing some sort of action film, you got The Rock is taking pretty much everything, which is fine. I love the guy, but we don't have a ton of variety out there. And also, um, and also, it's like, remember back in the day, I'm almost, I'm a year, I'm 35. Back in the day, okay, we had, we had, yeah, the 80s, we had Arnold, we had Stallone. Yeah, we had Arnold, we had Stallone. We had, we had tons Van of people. And, yeah. they, and, and they all brought yeah. something to the table. And, all, and here's the thing, too. It's like, I love The Rock. There have been some movies he's done that have been kind of, like, bland. And so it's like, may, they're looking for a replacement yeah. for that Arnold style. It's like, why can't you be that just, guy? Yeah, he just, doesn't, <laughs> he just doesn't say no to a movie. And I love, thank you for saying that. So I can even <laughs> step in, into that arena. I don't know. That's, that's a pretty, those are big just shoes. Give you, fill, just but, give, uh, you a fuck, give you a damn rocket launcher and, 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 and start shooting some bad guys. And I think people would be stoked. With uh, a big American I, flag cape I or think something. I've got, <laughs> I've got more of like the Bradley, you know, Bradley Cooper from, uh, was it 18? What was that damn, um, I think so. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. And he was, he was, he was jacked in that. He just hasn't gone back to that realm. And I think he could, I mean, he actually beeps up pretty well, but it seems that he's doing more of the, uh, heart, heartfelt stuff. Well, lately. well because there, there's um, a lot of good money in that too, but Hey, you know, Marvel, the, the end game is coming out. Hey. And from what I've heard, from what I've read, almost all of the actors are leaving. They're they're done. They're like, okay, really? uh, yeah. They're like, we're done. And which is like, in my head, I'm like, well, who the hell is going to play Captain America? But either way, dude, there, there might be a spot for you in the next cast. <laughs> like you could be. Like, I would. I better get, I'm, I'm gonna. Ha- I'm gonna have to get from an agent here. I mean, um, I am playing. This will be my one of my breakout roles, and maybe I'll, I, I'm sure I'll post it just because he's a dear friend of mine. But I will be playing Aquaman for my very good friend and partner, business partner's six year old's birthday. That's in two weeks. So oh shit! <laughs> I've actually been hit. Up. I know Jason Momoa or whatever. And I'm going to try to to beat him out of his uh, his role. Right? So I, I think you to- could do it. Okay. <laughs> you just got to grow your hair out. Yeah. We got a wig. We got a wig coming in. Nice. Right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. There you go. They, so I'll keep, you, I'll keep you posted with that. With those photos, we'll see if I if I hang in there or not. Well, very cool. Let's see. Then there, there's uh, two uh, uh, ridiculously philosophical questions I'm going to ask you before we end this. What is your definition of love? Definition of love. Okay. So. Hmm. The unconditional component of love is what really, ultimately, that, that's what it is, okay? Because we get infatuated pretty quick. You know, we our wits leave us the minute we are attracted physically to somebody. But there's, um, I've got a little bit of an older soul. I do, I, and I'm a, a hopeless romantic. I, I always chase that, and it's kind of a weird, weird thing. It's gotten me into a lot of trouble, and it's definitely created a lot of, quote unquote life lessons as you said earlier in this uh this call. But um being able to to take somebody's just the shittiest part about them and their moments of weakness and 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 still be there and love them, that uncondi- unconditional aspect is the most important mm. thing for me. And the la- and the and the last can money buy happiness. <laughs> well, uh, it can buy it can buy a gym membership and a tan, and those those can make everybody feel happier. Um, 
ultimately money, you know, is not going to buy happiness. It buys things that make us happy. You know, purpose is the most important thing for us. You need to have purpose in life. You need to be driven to succeed in little goals, you know, and big goals. Um, and ultimately for man, it's just give us something to do. Give us something that we're passionate about. Um, and hopefully you find that, that, that passion, you know, whatever it is, it generates maybe some, some income for you. Cause then you, you really will never feel like you've worked. And of course, any one of our, you know, Ed Milets and the guys I listen to, they're going to tell you the same thing. Hmm. Um, you know, being able to fly off to Cabo with the family that requires money and that does create some happiness. So, um, you know, making sure it coincides with, with purpose, I think is more important. It, it sure is. So, while we wrap this thing up, why don't you plug your Instagram or any other social media that you want people to check out? Um, so I keep my Instagram pretty, a lot of variety, life, whatever. Selfies are on there, too. It's, um, uh, it's Laird Life, Laird Life, L-A-I-R-D-L-I-F-E. Um, it is, there's a boutique behind it for me, and, and I'm still... Like I said, I'm a normal guy, haven't made it. I'm on my way like the rest of us, um, but I keep it pretty real. And ultimately for me, balance is everything. So finding that way to be a father and be an entrepreneur and be a career guy, work out, be fit so I can live a healthy life and be there for the people who need me, have fun, have a lot of fun, like as much fun as you can have within reason. And, and then love part if you can't love the person you're with because life we're, we're really not supposed to be here alone doing it alone i'll play that so so that's my motif that's that's the instagram with what it's about and anyway there's a i've been about eight pictures in there's this picture of you like i think at the gym all like ripped and and like glistening and you talk about uh <laughs> you talk about apex vision fitness on here and that they, so people can do, find yeah. that you can find links to, in there I'm also checking out some of the comments on here. Who the hell is Harry Bales, 69? <laughs> he, he loves me, doesn't he? Where's he at here? I think I'm on that page. I'm, so I'm, I'm looking at the glistening picture. He's like, oh, damn, bro. So, is that a, is somebody's yeah, yeah. ready for bikini season. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. You got, like, like groupies. I have, some, I have some really quality fans. Like always post. Look, he even talks about it. He goes, You got us average Joe's looking real brand new. Sorry to hear about you. Oh, he says you had a knee injury last year, too. He knows about it. He knows more about you than I do. (laughs) I didn't. I I didn't. He goes, I didn't know what ACL stood for till now. I know it stands for Achilles. What the hell is he? It's not a knee. Is it, what's he talking about? No, he, he, he <laughs> used a little mistake in there. He's usually on it, actually. God bless him, Harry. Just He, he was in jail for like a long time, and he, <laughs> he writes the most inspiring he, shit on my page. Is he, a friend of, is he a friend of yours? Do you know him? I never, I've never met him. Oh. Here, but he, he yeah. comments on pretty much everything and puts a lot of time and effort into it. God bless him. I'm just so. looking at some of your fans. Yeah. Yeah, you got some late, of course, <laughs> and then there's like literally everybody else is these hot ladies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, either way, th- this was really fun, and I'm sure this isn't going to be the last time I'll call you if you if you don't mind. No, uh, I hey, hey, I'm real. I'm really thrilled you thought of me. I know you. This is up and coming for yeah, you. Yeah, this is a starting I'm all thing. About, dude. All about helping entrepreneurs and young guys or whatever, 
just don't give up on stuff that you have passion about, you know, and, and don't be afraid to ask for help and, and, and get advice and stuff like that from the people that you follow and that's inspire awesome. you. So yeah, that's awesome. Dude. I appreciate you, buddy. No problem. So I, I'm going to post probably, I'll, I'll send them to you to see, I'll probably post a picture or two of you on my uh, website and I'll post like all of the, okay. all of your, like, like your Instagram name and anything that you plugged. I'll, I'll say, Hey, check this out. Um, thank you for coming on the show, man. And then, uh, and I'll talk to you later, man. You have a good day at the gym. You got you too, guys. All right, thank I, you very much. I'll hit you up Be later. Well. Later. All right, Bye. And that was Robert Laird on the white wolf's den. We'll be back after these messages. Rain. The only good water. Besides rivers, estuaries, the ocean, and other natural occurrences. Rainwater is good because it quenches the thirst of the mighty orange tree. The blood life of this here planet. Have you ever been to Nam, Billy? No, Mr. Loja. I learned a little trick there. In rainy weather, the locals would make a concoction of hot orange juice and something that I hope was alcohol, gunpowder, and just the right amount of cobra venom. It would keep you up for days. Where did that orange tree in the backyard come from? I planted it. But it's full size. I transplanted it from my home in Brentwood, California. I imported it. From the Florida, land of the orange grove. This orange tree will provide you, us, sustenance for the rest of your days, Billy. Mr. Loja, do I have to take care of the orange tree? You bet your sweet ass you do, Billy. Because if you don't, you will die of malnutrition. A slow and painful death similar to that of drowning and burning alive but at an even slower pace. And if malnutrition doesn't kill you, I will drown you and burn you alive. How do I take care of it, Mr. Loja? When it doesn't rain and the sun stays out, you must water it regularly every other day. And like I and my father and his father before him, you must fertilize the orange tree with your own feces. Every time you go, you go out there Use the hose you water with to cleanse yourself like a poor man's bidet. Come on, Billy. I'll show you. I just ate a bucket of crisp oranges, and I'm feeling a good movement coming on. Florida orange juice, now with even more fiber to keep you regular. (sighs) Billy, get the hose. Welcome back to the White Wolf's Den. So we talked about fashion diets. We talked about the social media snake oil salesmen and the pyramid schemes. And I had my buddy Garrett talk about his home garden and community garden. And we talked to Robert Laird, who talked about being a father and taking care of his kids, going to work. And still finding time to go exercise. And he looks incredible. And 
this is like the hard pill to swallow now. It's like, so what did we get out of all this? There's, there's going to be some diets and there's going to be diets that work sort of, and there's going to be, you know, at least there's going to be some that have results, but the cold, hard truth is the only way, I mean, the only real way besides spending tons of money on like really dangerous surgeries uh, and, and, you know, some that aren't so dangerous, but the only way to actually get results is to actually cut out sodas and sugars and drink water to eat at home more often, which is something that I, I'm, a, I'm bad at. I love going out to eat, but eating home more often, if you can have a garden at home, you know exactly what you're doing to your vegetables. You don't have to worry about like crazy ass pesticides if you, if you watch out. So having a community garden and having some of your own vegetables cooking at home and, and, and you know how you're preparing your food. You're not like, there's no surprises there. So, but mainly like cutting out sugars and, and those, those calories, like don't drink your calories is another, you know, another thing, but you also have to go out and exercise every day. You can have one day where you're down and relax, but every day, like during the week, Monday through Friday, you should go out and run, uh, ride your bike if your knees are bad, or go swimming. Swimming is also like really low impact. Uh, anything that you can do to just be active and get maybe even get yourself down to a point where it doesn't hurt or you're not hurt. Uh, there's Diamond Dallas Page has some crazy yoga thing that he claims you know, helps a lot of people. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast. And I mean, yoga is an amazing thing. We, we all need to stretch and do so. We don't stretch enough. That's like another thing. You should get up in the morning a little earlier than you usually do and just stretch. And if you can well, throughout the day, stretch. Uh, that's a big part of like being able to move around. So that's the hard pill to swallow about all this. Avoid the snake oil salesmen, the magicians, the ones who claim they have the magic diet, the magic formula, the magic food, the magic shakes, the magic diarrhea tea, you know? So just go out there, drink water, you can have coffee, chill out on the sugar, and just uh, take care of yourself and watch out for things that might mess your heart up, like do some more research on that. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of Q&A uh, since uh, episode two of the uh, 91st Oscars, like satirical uh, exclusive. Uh, I had a few people who sent me some emails uh, for, uh, I guess that, you know, you put your email, you put your uh, website out with your email address and you publish it and people are going to, people are going to hit you up. So let's, uh, let's take a look. We got a salacious gopher. That's what he called himself. Uh, from Oregon, he says, uh, you suck. And that's it. Uh, he, uh, but that, you know, that's not a question. This is a Q and a, this is not the, the complaint department. Uh, Billy B from Florida asks your podcast was kind of funny and I was happy to hear Florida got some love. Why were you all over Roma's nuts? 
That shit didn't even win an award. Well, uh, listen, I was not over uh, all over Roma's nuts. Maybe a little bit, but everybody that I was reading, all the reports, all of the gambling lines in Vegas said that Roma was going to win. Uh, if I had known who was going to win, I would have actually bet the house, but I didn't. Uh, Brent from Laguna says, what straight man does an Oscars podcast? Well, what kind of dude listens to an Oscars podcast just to ask the host if he's gay? Yeah, I answered that with a question. Well, more power to you, Brent. Uh, also, don't assume. Uh, Sickies Alawickies from Glendale asks, Hey, White Wolf, not, ba- not a bad show for the first show. Keep on trucking. I think you have something here. Anyways... I have a girlfriend of two years. I get really nervous she's cheating on me when I'm not around. I text her constantly and feel she might totally be over it. Should I hire a private investigator to see if she's faithful? You are not the only one I've asked uh, this to via email, but I'm going to get a few opinions to hedge my bets. Again, not a bad show. You got potential. Um, no, you should not hire private eye. Uh, you know, I don't really understand. Did she cheat on you? Like, why would you think she's cheating? Do you have evidence that she cheat on you? I think you're leaving a few things out of this email. And I don't know why you're asking me. I never claimed to be like a dating expert, but whatever. Uh, yeah. Like if, if she, if she hasn't given you a reason to be, uh, jealous like I mean obviously that's all you like you know maybe you should get therapy or something I mean I'm not joking like if you are you always jealous like with everybody I mean I don't know I'm, I'm asking you questions but you can't answer me because you're not here but it's like if you, like you shouldn't be jealous of people when they're not around just do you not have things to do to get your mind off of things like stay busy and 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 if she's faithful, then cool. If you find out she is cheating, then just dump her. I mean, it's going to hurt. It's going to suck, but you should just move on. Uh, I mean, I think that sounds reasonable. I'm not trying to be funny or anything here. So either way. This concludes this episode of The White Wolf's Den. And as I'm going to try to do every time, I'm trying to end every episode with an original song, which I will put up on SoundCloud. And if, if you want to purchase it, I will make sure that it is on my website. And I'd rather you buy it on my website rather than iTunes because they take a huge cut of money. I mean, I guess I could put it on iTunes as well because might as well just attack all angles. It's like if people look, up, look it up on iTunes and buy it, then whatever. But I'd prefer if it was bought from my website. So here it is. And this is a long time coming. Without further ado, fashion. 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 Vegan. Gluten-free, organic, orgasmic. 
tattoos, menage a trois, artisan, handcrafted, fashion, fashion. Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Selfie, Hashtag, Pizza, Carbs, No Way, Not Fucking Fashion, No Fucking Way, Portion, Portion, Zero Calories, Zero Carbs, Portion, Rib Cage, Collarbone, Model, Model, Colon Cleanse, Laxatives, Liquid Diet, Paleo, New York, Miami, Hollywood, Kettle One, Guestless, Vegas, Bitches, Body Piercing, Ouch, Iceland, Bjork, Cage Fighting, Roll Around, Fashion Police, Fedoras, Not Fashion, Man Bun, Not Fashion. Cut that little nub off, you silly boy. <laughs> Same sex. Marriage. No prenup. Portion. Portion. Starter husband. Portion. Portion. Hey. Orgies. Ooh, taboo. Adoption. Ooh, native babies. And now, it's time for baby names. Mackenzie. Liam. Dakota. Caleb. Portion. Aiden. Brody. Ethan. Now let's spell the names differently, adding vowels in random places for no reason at all. I'm so creative. I'm so portion, 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 Asai, Kardashians, Inspiration, Vocal Fry, Yoga Pants, Zumba, Zumbas for Peasants, Goat Yoga, Credit or Bitcoin, Elon Musk, Electric Car, High Heels, Feet, Disgusting, Put Them Away, Etsy Shop, Essential Oils, Circumcised penis. Uncircumcised penis? Please leave the hat on. Bleached assholes. Tinder. Swipe right. Small hat. Starbucks. Venti ice. Skinny hazelnut. Macchiato. Sugar free syrup. Extra shot. Light ice. No vip. Oh. Do you have any croissants? My name? It's Charles. I'm so portion, 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 port